Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Wide Open Podcast. My name is Jeffrey Garrison and I am the owner of Settle for Excellence Services. Uh, to give you guys a little kind of overview of what I'm wanting to do for this podcast, um, what I've noticed in kind of the business landscape or in um, the kind of young entrepreneur uh, world is that we hear these success stories from millionaires or billionaires or whomever, and it's always after the fact. Um, we, we, I don't know, I, I hope it's legal to use their names, but you know, an Elon Musk or a Bill Gates or whomever, uh, they, they talk about how they got started and how they got to where they're at. And it is 90% of the time, it is a 30 second to one minute little clip of, Oh, I, I was a, I was a this, and now I'm here, and and they they, not not any fault of, of theirs, but um, oftentimes the the struggles and the different thought processes that go into starting a business get overlooked, and so what I what I believe that does is that sets up a lot of young entrepreneurs for failure. Um, they see these ultra successful people. And they don't always they, they hear they hear these these successful people talk about their struggles uh, very briefly. But I don't know if they really go in depth on these struggles um, and really what all it takes to get to where they are. Um, so what I want to do is kind of document my journey through um, starting Settle for Excellence services and really just kind of give maybe a week by week or bi-weekly kind of update on what I've been going through, what's been going well, what hasn't been going well. And my hope is that there is someone out there that will listen to this and maybe really understand what it takes to start a business from literally nothing. Um, I don't have any business loans. I don't have ultra rich parents that um, gifted me money. I don't have some inheritance that I'm using to go out and start this. Um, it's it's all been literally um, from the ground up, uh, a lot of manual labor. So uh, that that is kind of the, the, the concept behind the wide open podcast and the reason that, that I thought of the name Wide Opened is because um, with everything that I, I try to do in life, but especially in starting a business, you have to hit it wide open. Um, I played football when when I was growing up, played football in, in high school, and I'll never forget my coach um, telling me, you know, he, you know, I, I screwed up something. I wasn't very good. Uh, I screwed up some route that I was supposed to run and I'd never forget. I screwed up the route. And when I screwed it up, I, I kind of gave up on it. Um, I ran that route 50%. So not only did I run the wrong route, but I ran the wrong route 50%. And that, <laughs> I forgot which coach it was. He comes over, grabs me by the face mask and says, Garrison, you ever run a wrong route like that again? and you don't hit that route wide open, you're going to be doing up downs for the rest of your life. And so it, it, that, that kind that um, moment in time really stuck with me. It's like, Hey, if you're going to make a mistake, make that mistake wide open, make that mistake 110%. Um, and also on a side note, I'm a huge motorsports um, guy. I work with 
two motorsports teams here in Indianapolis. And hey, sometimes when you're driving the car, only, the only thing you need to worry about doing is holding that, that throttle wide open. So that's kind of the concept for the wide open podcast. And so moving forward, I'm going to be going through and um, doing some updates on the business, some uh, success stories of the business, some struggles of the business, even going through and doing some interviews with maybe some other young entrepreneurs or maybe even some some successful tenured entrepreneurs um, that have uh, maybe experienced the same uh, struggles or gone along the same path. So that's kind of the overall uh, game plan for Wide Open Podcast. So tune in, uh, hopefully on a weekly basis, maybe bi-weekly, and uh, follow, follow this journey with us. said, uh, I am the owner of Settle for Excellence Services. Uh, we are a facilities maintenance business, primarily focusing on quick service restaurants. And how I got started in in this kind of field is I've actually worked um, for Chick-fil-A for right around 16, 16 plus years now. And my goal um, originally was to become an owner operator of of a of a Chick Fil A uh, franchise. Um, however, those of you listening, if you know anything about Chick Fil A and kind of the 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 structure, it's a very competitive, um, very uh, a difficult process. Um, I think on average they probably have twenty to thirty thousand applicants a year trying to become franchisees, and most of the time they pick less than less than a hundred. Uh, so it's very difficult, and unfortunately, um, I tried uh, that process twice and uh, was not selected. But um, that was a moment in my life where I could have, you know, just thrown in the towel and just said, "Hey, I'm just going to continue, um, you know, working for someone." And I, I could have given up on the on my entrepreneurial uh, dream, but uh, I, I kind of took that that opportunity to say, "Hey, my, my ultimate goal was to own a business." And maybe it doesn't have to be uh, owning owning a Chick Fil A. There's you know countless number of uh, business ownership opportunities or ideas out there. So what I started doing was I said, hey, I I love cleaning. Um, I love you know when, through my 16 years of working with Chick Fil A, I've always loved a clean restaurant, an organized restaurant. And I noticed that not not all restaurants have um, that same you know outlook, and so I thought it would be a, a good idea to provide an overnight, um, essentially janitorial cleaning service um, for restaurants. So uh, back in October of 2017, um, <clears throat> I started Settle for Excellence Services or SFE uh, for the. Uh, a shorter version uh, with a, a business partner of mine, and we started cleaning one Chick Fil A um, every night. And um, over the course of time, that has grown into multiple uh, restaurants that we clean. And moving forward in, in, in the coming months, um, we'll be transitioning um, from just cleaning restaurants to actually going in and servicing the equipment and doing a lot of the preventive maintenance type of task that oftentimes in the 
the food service industry get overlooked. Um, and then you end up with, you know, hefty repair bills that uh, could have been could have been prevented. Kind of like changing the oil in your car. You spend 30 bucks every couple of months to change the oil in your car. You're probably um, going to be able to uh, prolong the life of your engine as opposed to spending, you know, thousands of dollars on uh, replacing an, an engine in your car if you don't change the oil. So that's kind of kind of a, a quick little background on me, um, where I've come from, how this uh, business got started. Um, so kind of my goal moving forward is I want to I want to have a $1 million business in the next four years. Um, and that's, that's one of the, one of my motivating factors behind starting the wide open podcast is that I want to make that goal public. Uh, I want anyone that listens to this podcast to, um, essentially kind of be able to hold me accountable. Um, I want my, my struggles and my successes to, to be out there for, um, for others to learn from and also uh, to keep to keep me um, motivated and, and pushing forward uh, with with my, my goal uh, of having a, a million dollar business. And so I've kind of broken down how I want I want to reach that goal. And in the short term, um, with this new preventive maintenance um, service that I'm going to be offering and uh with the amount I'm going to be uh, hopefully uh, charging and being able to receive for it is I, my, my, my first goal is to get 22 accounts. And what 22 accounts does is that's roughly about a quarter million dollars in revenue. So get 22 accounts every year. That's a quarter million dollars a year over the course of four years. I should be at my uh, million dollar goal. Um, so I've started. I've started the process of uh, connecting with various uh, food service restaurants in the Indianapolis area, as well as the the greater Midwest area, Illinois, Iowa, Ohio, you know, Kentucky, um, places around uh, Indianapolis where where I am based. Um, but before I can get to any of that, um, kind of the first. Uh, struggle or first uh, hurdle that I have to get over is um, I have to leave my my job of 16 years with with Chick-fil-A and that's not an easy thing to do. Um, I got a lot of relationships built within Chick-fil-A, um, a lot of experience, you know, a lot of identity within Chick-fil-A to be honest and um, to just up and leave that for something that uh, isn't isn't necessarily proven. It's it's, it's a difficult decision to make, um, but uh, inevitably it's one that has to be made in order for me uh, to um, have the best chance of being successful with SFE services. Um, for the past four years, I have been working with Chick Fil A full time during the day and then doing my business um, o- overnight. And so if I had to estimate, I probably spent, you know, 90% of my time with Chick-fil-A and 10% of my time was spent uh, running uh, Settle for Excellent Services. And with that, um, Settle for Excellent Services does right now in the neighborhood of around $150,000 to $170,000 in total revenue. And so um, my my goal was, hey, I'll transition away from Chick-fil-A and then maybe the next three to five years, 
But after having uh, multiple conversations with my wife, uh, she, she brought up a very good point and said, if you've been this successful um, with your business and it's doing $150,000 in revenue a year and you're only spending 10% of your time on it, what would happen if you spent 100% of your time on it? And um, that was that was it was very, you know, it was, it was a, a reality check, really. And so I kind of took this goal of transitioning away from Chick-fil-A in the next three to five years and condensed it down to about six months. Um, I don't know if, if any of you guys um, have uh, read the, I guess, a quote by Elon Musk. Um, I believe he says, take your either your five or 10 year goal and try to accomplish it in six months. And he said, the reality of it is you're probably going to fail. He goes, but you'll be a lot further along in your journey. You'll be a lot closer to reaching that goal in six months than you would have been if it would have continued to be a, a five or 10 year goal. So um, that's 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 what I'm doing now. I'm I'm, I'm a, few, a few weeks away from uh, turning my keys, turning my name tag with Chick-fil-A and um, walking away from from an industry or a, a job that I, I've known since I was 15 years old. My first job ever, my only job, really. So that kind of leads me into uh, really kind of the point of this first episode that I wanted to get to. Um, and it's, it's a, a, a topic or a story that I have um, heard of since I was in high school. And the the title, I guess you say, would be to, to burn your boats, but don't burn your bridges. Um, some of you may have, may have heard the story um, about a, uh, uh, a, a Spanish explorer. I believe his name was Hernan Cortez, and I'm sure I butchered that. Um, I'm from Mississippi, so we, we tend to butcher a, a, lot, of, a lot of words. But uh, Hernan Cortez um, was a, uh, an explorer, a conqueror, whatever you want to call him. And in, I'm, re- I'm just reading this off of Google here. Uh, in the year 1519, uh, he and his his uh, army landed um, in Veracruz, which is now present day, I guess, Mexico. And when they when they landed on the shores of Veracruz, um, you know, the army unloads. They're getting ready to go in here, you know, and conquer this this area known as Veracruz. And apparently, it was supposed to have you know great deposits of gold and, and other materials. And as the army's getting ready to go invade, they turn around and and, and look. And Mr. Cortez is actually burning the exact boats that they used to get them there. And the reason he did that was he did not want his soldiers going into um, this this journey or this conquest thinking that they had a way out. He didn't want them to think that to think that uh, that they could fail and still be able to turn around and go back home. So he decided, I'll burn the ships, and that gives us only one way to go. So um, that kind of runs parallel with, I believe, what I'm doing uh, with with Chick-fil-A. You know, for the past four years, I've tried to balance both Chick-fil-A and SFE services. And ultimately, at at the end of the day, 
one of the two is going to get shortchanged. One of one of the two is going to get the majority of my attention, and the other one is is going to get the the lesser of my attention. So when I decided, hey, I'm going to, uh, and this, this might sound morbid, but I, I'm going to burn the boat that is Chick Fil A and say, hey, I'm going to leave Chick Fil A and. I'm going, I'm going to commit to not going back. Now, that doesn't mean I don't love Chick-fil-A. Obviously, I've loved Chick-fil-A or I wouldn't have been with them for 16 years. But if I have the thought in my head that, oh, I can always go back or I've got a safety net, or I can always fall back on Chick-fil-A, then I, I don't think I'm going to put in the, the amount of effort that SFE services is going to require of me to become a million dollar business in four years. So with that, I'm going to burn that boat that is Chick-fil-A. However, I'm not going to burn my bridges with Chick-fil-A. And that's where a lot of people um, falter with um, making big decisions like that in life is they will leave a job and they think that the only way to leave a job to pursue their their own career is to um, be a douchebag, be an a-hole, and burn that bridge with whatever company they, they were with. And then lo and behold, something doesn't work out with um, their their next venture and they come crawling back. And unfortunately, a lot of times when you burn a bridge with someone, it's very hard to, to rebuild um, that bridge. So um, that's kind of the lesson for, for this week's podcast is that, um, hey guys, when you're, when you're starting a business, um, and you're trying to figure out how to transition away from maybe a full-time job. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I would suggest um, being able to uh, being able to have a side gig that you can build up on the side and see if it's actually um, it, see if it's a valid idea. See if you can actually make money off of it. Um, a lot of people they they will leave their jobs. Um, to be be an entrepreneur and they have not made the first dollar off of their business and six months down the road they're trying to come back to to the to the job they were at but unfortunately a lot of times they've, they've burned those bridges uh, with that former job so so yeah so if you learn anything from this podcast is don't be afraid to burn the boats so that um, you only got one way to go, and that's to be successful. And also, don't don't burn your bridges. Um, be able to burn those boats um, that are your your previous um, uh, career uh, ventures, but do it in a respectful manner um, because you never know when uh, you you might have to um, use that that uh, connection for networking or for building your business. Um, much like I'm doing right now with with SFE services, a lot of my business is going to be through Chick-fil-A. So thank you guys for for listening. And yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy um, following along with this journey and um, maybe learning something from my, my struggles um, or my successes along the way. Thank you and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>